Pumpkin 101, Episode 8. This is going to be a little bit different than what we've done in the past. Because for the past seven episodes, it's been Brian and I speaking to each other and trying to enlighten and enrich and try to make your life positive. Because that's what our show is all about, trying to have fun, being nerds, just keeping things positive. This episode is going to be a little bit different. And the reason I say that is because we recorded an actual episode 8. Brian Floyd and myself recorded an actual episode 8 today. But due to technical difficulties, we couldn't get it together. So I got with Brian and we decided to try something else. So we decided that we should give you like a behind the scene glimpse of what goes into our podcast. And we're going to give you some added audio footage of classic podcasts that we've done already. Some people have been asking, what is the purpose of your show? What is your show all about? Well, Brian and I, we both like comics. We both like wrestling. We both like sports. We like a lot of common interests. But basically, this show... Look at the title, Pumpkin 101. We're trying to educate you, enlighten you, enrich your life. Life can be difficult sometimes. You have a whole bunch of different diseases out there. You have world hunger. There's a lot of things to be depressed about. But the thing is, you can change that. You can make your life better. And by making your life better, you can make other people's lives better. And that's the whole point of this show, Pumpkin 101. We want to try and entertain you the best we can. As I said, Brian and I were major comic book fans. When I was a little kid, and I was born in the 70s, they had this thing called Power Records. What it was, was you'd have an actual comic book and you'd have a 45 RPM record that you could play and you had voice actors actually acting the comic book so you could actually listen to the comic book and that's what helped me to read. You can actually find them on YouTube. There's a, there was a whole bunch of them. There was Spider-Man, Superman, Batman. They even had some Planet of the Apes ones, which I didn't get until much later on. I didn't get them until, like, 2002 on eBay. So, yeah, because I was a kid, and I always regretted not getting the whole collection. So it took me a while, but I finally got them. So that was my initial introduction to comic books. When I was a kid, probably around 10 or 11, I had chicken pox. And I couldn't do anything, obviously. I was stuck in my bed because I was sick. So my mom bought me a comic book, uh, DC Comics Presents, and it had Superman meeting this character named Firestorm. It was a really, really good issue, and I was infatuated by it. I just remember listening to the Power Records when I was like five and six, and it just reinvigorated my interest in comics. So... 
I wanted to collect more. There was a place in Fulton, New York, back in the 1980s, that was called Foster's. And it was like a little section where they sold like knickknacks and odds and ends. They had a little food counter there. And you could buy like certain clothes and items and stuff like that. But they had a special rack that was set aside just for comic books. I remember my dad would bring me there and it'd be in the middle of winter and I'd have like my big boots on and there'd be snow all over them and I'd be over in the corner where the comic book rack was and I'd be reading Fantastic Four comics and my dad just saw, I was like, wow, he's really into Fantastic Four comics. So he was kind enough, he'd buy me Fantastic Four comics every time I was there. The thing that was great about my dad was he didn't discourage me reading comic books. I've heard a lot of different people say, oh, I used to have comic books, but I outgrew them, my parents got rid of them and threw them away. My dad never did that. He never, ever once said, you know, you're getting too old for comic books. And I always was grateful for that, that he did that. So week after week, I'd go to Foster's and looking for new comic books. And I'd always bug the people, do you got new Fantastic Four comics in? And they'd be like, oh, nope, what we have there is what we have. So I'd just be anxious for the next issue of Fantastic Four. After a time, I think they kind of got frustrated with me bugging them for comic books. So um, I bugged my mom to get a subscription to comic books. So she actually subscribed to Fantastic Four comics for, for me, which was nice. This is back in 1983. And believe it or not, as I'm recording this in 2020, I still have the comics. I still have them. I've got a wide variety of Fantastic Four comics. Brian's got envious of my collection, which <laughs> I've given him a lot of comics back in the day, so he shouldn't be that envious. Of course, I would get into comics like Spider-Man, Superman, oh, the Hulk. I was a huge fan of the Hulk. Hulk's my all-time favorite. I had a lot of Incredible Hulk comics, and I collected them back in the day. But one comic book character that I never really heard of, and I never seen before, was a character called Moon Knight. I would go to Foster's, and then they'd have Moon Knight. And I was like, ooh, what is this? And for all of you who aren't really that familiar with Moon Knight, he's kind of Marvel's version of Batman in a way. But the only difference is his power increases with the moon, which I think is pretty cool. So once again, I bugged my mom and said, Mom, Mom, could you subscribe to Moon Knight for me? And she just rolled her eyes and she's like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> but she did. She was kind enough to do it. So and then when you know what, they canceled it. And I was like, because I really was getting into Moon Knight. I loved it back then. In the late 1980s, I started to get out of comics because I found out about pro wrestling. And woof, was I hooked on that. First time I saw that, I was infatuated by it. 
then in 1992, they had the death of Superman, which is a huge ordeal. I was still collecting comics at that time. I was collecting them on and off, but I wasn't as diehard as I was in the early 80s. But then there was a comic place in Fulton that opened up for a little bit, and I would go there every once in a while. And I wasn't really into Superman, even though Superman was a huge beat, huge deal back then. I wasn't really into Superman. I was more into The Flash. I got into The Flash. This was my time period, 92, 93, 94, when I was really into Flash comics. And Mark Wade was the writer, and he just did a phenomenal job, and I absolutely loved it. Of course, this is back in the early 90s when the comic book boom was in full effect and everyone thought, oh, my comics are going to be worth so much money. Yeah, that's not how it works. If everyone is buying a copy of Spawn issue number one, then guess what? It's not going to be worth something because there's many of the copies out there. It's not a rarity, which I personally own a copy and I never wanted it because of the collectability, I just like the character of Spawn. But, yeah, those are some great memories. So, I love comic books, so I always have... It helps to stimulate your imagination, which I think is a really good thing. And it kind of is an escapism for reality for a little bit, because life is tough, and... When I was reading comic books, it like take me away to a little diversion. That makes any sense. I had my feet like set in reality, but I just wanted a little break from it all. I think everyone now and again wants to do their own thing, have their own little hobby to just relax and de-stress and to just take it easy. Like some people like fishing, some people like playing basketball, some people like to read, some people like to play video games. Whatever your hobby is, that's phenomenal. That's awesome. And hopefully, some of you listeners, your hobby is listening to Pumpkin 101. I want to give a shout out to all the people who've currently subscribed to Pumpkin 101. I truly appreciate it. Thank you so very, very much. Shoutouts to Ireland. I was so stoked when I found out we had a person from Ireland listening. I thought that was the coolest thing. So for anyone out there who is listening to this podcast, again, thank you. Please share the love. Uh, let people know about the podcast. And if you want us to discuss anything... We're trying to figure out a way to get an email going on right now, so that's in the works. We're going to try and set it up so we can communicate with all you listeners out there, because this is your podcast. So without any further ado, I'm going to turn this over to my bestest friend, Mr. Flying Brian himself, to work his magic and to give you the rest of this podcast to edit it off because he's a genius enough said so here we go here is the Nighthawk himself Flying Brian Woo! that's all I needed to know thank you um, Walt's been my best friend for God 20 years um I'm an army brat. Um, 
I grew up in foster homes, and then from there I got adopted, and my adopted family were in the military, so <clears throat> I pretty much grew up around the world, so I really didn't have a best friend because I get up and leave every few years. That's just the way it was. After I got my GED and everything through high school, um, really never made too many friends because, you know, I was hard to deal with. I'm rude, I'm sarcastic, and I'm condescending and boastful. I'm okay with that. And then from there, I met Walt at the Olive Garden. And Walt took me just to where I am. The rudeness, the bruntness, everything in that. And then we became good friends when we had a lot of common. Comic books, uh, wrestling, and all that. Um, let me tell you one story. Walt and I went to our first comic book convention. Oh, this had to be in the early 2000s. Um, our first one was at the Holiday Inn in Liverpool, New York, off of Electronics Parkway. We went in and we saw a lot of cool people. Um, we saw the kid who did the movie. He's no longer a kid, but he's an adult who did the movie and the Monster Squad. We saw one of the actors who played Jason on Friday the 13th. And then we saw the guy who played the voice of Lionel and the Thundercats, which is really cool. Um, so we were walking around and I was getting my comic books priced. And we went to one vendor who was just a real dick. I mean, completely dick. And I had some really nice rare comics. I mean, so rare that they were encased in its old plastic encoding. And they were, um, they were graded. Um, by grading comic books is you send your comic book out to a collector or to a person, and they inspect the comic book from top to bottom. Um, they expect they uh, they look for creases and stains and all that, and then from there, after they inspect it and they give you a grading, it gets encased in a piece of plastic where you can't open it at all, and it stays in there to remain fresh. So anyways, um, so I was getting my comic books praised. Like I said, this guy was a real dick. And um, he was trying to beat me over the head, telling me that everything that I have, even on the credit comics, were worthless. Because, you know, he was just trying to take what I got for pennies on the dollar and not give me what they were really worth. And so we went looking through his comics, which were mostly crap and everything and as I was walking away you know people came up to his stand and because I was pissed and he was just being a dirt a, a jerk I told other people do not go to him because because that his comics sucked 
and Walt was standing right there and he was shaking his head like, I can't believe that you just said that, but that's just me. Um, okay. Um, another story. We decided one day to try to do an overnight. No, that's not a good story. So, anyhow, now, I'm a big comic book fan. No, scratch that. I have never met anybody like Walt. Walt has a big, kind heart. He would give you the shirt off of his back. Now you heard stories about Walt and his father. Walt's father passed away when I was living in the Midwest about almost 10 years ago. I was trying to go through the stages of my divorce. I was already divorced, but I could not get past that I was divorced and that I lost whom I thought was my best friend, but that's a long story. And Walt, when Walt told me that his father died, I was ready to come home to make sure he was okay. He has a good, strong family. He has a good, strong wife that will, that's been there for years for him. Um, Lori is a good person. He's got three beautiful kids. Walt's my best friend. He always will be my best friend. Um, here are some clips and snippets of our creative process. I hope you guys enjoy because we really do think about what we talk about just for the most part but some but you whoever knows me though I just let shit fly and not even think about it hey this is the Nighthawk Brian um as Walt said we did have a episode 8 uh recorded and due to technical difficulties it didn't come out as well as we expected um so like Walt said we got together and we're gonna give you bits and clips of behind the scenes what him and I talk about because of the corona virus um we do most of our conference calls instead of doing it in person so you know, anywho, though, um, as you listen to Walt's story and everything,
One of the clips you'll be hearing is us talking about if we should talk up, if we should include suicide prevention, if we should offer a raffling, uh, do some kind of trivia. Another clip you will hear is that Floyd was telling us that we sound like we were underwater and we were talking about how we can actually work that one out. Okay, okay. All right, we're, we're live right now, so let's try talking. Okay, so, because I, I think this might sound better, Brian, if we do it um, for the podcast. Okay, well, I have you on speaker because I'm currently driving, okay? Oh, okay, okay. So, so I just I won't try it like that. Okay, how long are you gonna be for your home? Um, well, I have to pick up April, so I'm not gonna be home, but I'm gonna put you through the Bluetooth. So when I'm driving, you know, you and I are still talking. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but I do have the air conditioner on, so what I could do is I could play some type of music in the background as part of the actual editing process. Fair enough? Um, well, why don't you see how, how, how you hear it with the air conditioner on? It might not be that bad if you listen to it. Okay, no worries. Um, so, what's today's topic going to be? Uh, well, okay, I gotta ask you ahead of time, because I was, because a female wrestler committed suicide, and I wanted to talk about suicide prevention, but then I'm thinking that it's not really an upbeat topic to talk about, but I was, I'm leaving it up to you. What do you think? I would say... You know what? That's a great idea. We should go for it. I was going to suggest, but maybe you and I could do it with next podcast. Because believe it or not, we have 117 people who actually did uh, listen to us. We have 14 subscribers. And we made like almost 40 cents. Wow. Damn. So here's the thing. Or else I had like ideas because it's summertime. Like... I had one uh, facts about hot dogs and facts about ice cream, so I had like some good ideas, so it'll be fun. Oh yeah, that's awesome. But I was also was thinking maybe we could try to do some trivia. Um, if we do trivia, and maybe you know, um, if we set up an email and somebody tends to email us um, the answers, maybe there's a way that you and I could send them a prize or something. You see what I'm getting at? If we, yeah, that's a good idea. You know. Try to get more people to listen to us if we offer something. Will be a good prize. I'm not really sure. It all it all depends on where they're from. How's that sound? 
maybe we could send them some fake comic books or something. Maybe we could. Maybe we just maybe we could sell we could send them some comic books. Or maybe if they're locally here in Syracuse, we maybe we could give them like a ten dollar gas card or something. You, you know yeah, I mean? there you go. There you go. You know? If yeah. they you know, if they are in like in Ireland or something, maybe as a ha ha joke, you know, what we give them like some type of, you know, American currency. Yes, that perfect. I love it. I love it. So, all right, do you want me to call you back in a couple minutes to see if Floyd wants to get on this? Or? Yeah, definitely, we could do that, but no, um, but yeah, though, if you want to talk about suicide prevention, that's great, because I went to a football game a couple years ago, actually almost 10 years ago, it was with the Kansas City Chiefs, they were playing another team, and a couple days before that, one of their football players killed himself and his wife, and you know what I mean? So, do you want me to want to talk about that at the beginning of the show or at the end? When we when we talk about it at the very beginning of the show, because you know it is a very important subject. Makes sense. Okay, yeah. and then we'll keep a beat towards the end of the show. Exactly. Okay, sounds good. All right, I'll call you back in a couple minutes. Okay. Okay, you call me back in a couple minutes, and while you're doing that, I will. I am going to listen what you and I just made. Okay, sounds good. All, All right, right. talk to you in a little bit. Okay, right. bye. Hello, everyone. This is host of the Most Van Dam. We are here with our brand new friends here at Don Juan Cafe. We'd like to promote them. They're on 24 East Tennessee Street in Baldensville, New York. Give them a call, 315-303-0308. All right, I'll go on Spotify and listen to it. Okay. Uh, a lot of it's robotic. I'm just telling you, you got to maybe find a better place so um, it doesn't come through so robotic. For my voice? Or Brian? Yeah. You're like breaking up and you go into it. Hey, you're a robot and doing that. And it, you can't, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, what I wanted to try to do is like call, call Brian on the phone. Because it worked out when, I, when uh, April called him. You sounded perfect. Well, thank you. Yeah, but you're in your house, so it's going to be, It's you got to, I don't know. Well, I'm at work right now. Different place where you're not so um, staticky. What's that? Staticky. Yeah, it's kind of roboticky. Yeah. Okay. We'll well, figure I'll it try. out. I'll see what I can do. Just letting you know, so you can maybe you'll hear it when you um listen to it. Okay, and I'll see if I know anything. All right, do, like, make it better. All right, thanks. Talk to you later, man. Yep. See you. All right, bye. And we're clear. All right. Yeah. What's up? Oh, that was good, though. Yeah, it was good. Oh, not bad. Um, yeah, one of these times I'm going to try and call you on the phone. Not on Messenger, but call you on the actual phone. Right. Because I noticed when April called you, when April called you the one time. It was clear. It sounded awesome. It sounded great. And we could try to do that. I have no worries about that. But, uh, you know, today I was expecting to do this with my laptop and everything instead of me getting stuck at work. So we'll plan on it. What? Do you got Friday? Busy Friday or whatever? Uh, Friday is my last day at Instacart. So we could do from 2.30 to 3 if you want. Okay, sounds good. Sounds great. Oh, by the way, how many episodes do you want to do before we start season two? Hmm. 
I hear okay then. I am good with twenty. Thank you, Kendra. Oh, by the way, um, next time we podcast, I wanted to talk to about, I wanted to talk about band members trying to ruin songs and, and it became famous. Yeah, and uh, we'll talk about some music. Yeah, that's a good idea. That works great then. All right, brother. Any music or anything you want me to add, or do you just trust my judgment? I trust your judgment, man. You do a great job. All right, cool, man. I will talk to you guys later. Thank you. All right, yep. Thanks, man. All right, bye.